Welcome to the Hidden Why podcast, episode 994, my interview with Rachel Fiore, and we're discussing freedom. Hello, Rachel. Welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. Great to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me, Lee. It's such a pleasure to be with you today. All the way from San Diego, California. I am. I love it. Paradise here. You grew up there? No, um, East Coast in the United States, but I moved here probably 12 years ago. Um, never looked back. Never looked back. Wow, that's cool. Well, look, very exciting to have you here today. Um, I like what you're doing with your work and that. And the topic of the, you know, the conversation topic today is freedom. And you know I'm very passionate about this word freedom. And I always thought that freedom was what it's all about until I connected it with joy. And uh, then I, I found out there was a deeper sense of um, happiness that we all strive for and freedom is part of that journey I think but what is it to you what does freedom mean to you freedom to me and you know what I help guide other people into is freedom from suffering and in order to really experience true authentic freedom that means we have to learn what causes our suffering and we also have to be willing to understand that we are the causes of our suffering we just don't understand it well enough to realize the ways in which we can set ourselves free from the pain and suffering that can be life sometimes yeah so do you do you feel people are living you know suffering suffering in life or is that just a, a is that part of life the suffering piece or is it something that we can we can actually free ourselves from Ah, total freedom from it. Um, yeah. We have no reason to suffer. There will always be, um, you know, experience of pain. We will always experience pain as humans. Yeah. That's is not, that is never something that you can get away from. But the problem is we do not know how to love and embrace pain and face it with loving power with our higher self. So because we don't, we try to avoid pain, that is what creates our suffering. Mm. We're so afraid We suppress it, we avoid it, we deny it, we cope, we have addictions to try never to feel pain. And when we're not comfortable and in love with pain, then we cannot embrace pain for what it's here to teach us. And Mm. because of that, our extreme resistance to that is what creates a lot of our suffering. So suffering is needless, but it's our best spiritual teacher until we realize that we can actually become more empowered, spiritually awakened, become a little more conscious and look at emotional pain, mental pain from a very different perspective. You know, what is this here to teach me? And the power that I have within to instead of fight and resist and go against pain or avoid or cope, I can actually embrace it with nothing but love, and that in and of itself transmutes pain. Pain left unhealed uh, is suffering. We don't need to suffer. Suffering is needless. So physical and emotional pain, that's what we're sort of talking about, which is, I suppose, a, a part of life. But rather than trying to mask it or cover it or hide it or run away from it, we just need to experience and embrace it. Is that sort of what you... Saying? Yeah, you learn to meet pain with the power of your love. Right. right? So instead of trying, I'll give a simple example. Um, everybody at some point in their lifetime is going to experience death. They're going to experience someone dying, mm. you know, a pet, a child, a loved one, a parent, a grandparent, a, a close friend, a spouse. You cannot escape that in this lifetime. 
right? It's part of the human experience. And that can be really painful. Grief is really, really powerful. But what we've learned how to do in our disempowered state as humanity, we learn to, you know, pop pills and run from it and suppress it and cope and numb out, you know, to jump on our phones or social media or use drugs or sex or alcohol or food. We do all of these things to numb our pain. And that allows us to live um, in a very disempowered state instead of well, this is part of life and my pain deserves my love. So when I'm grieving the loss of a loved one, with if we stay with this example, yeah. you learn what it means to open your heart, drop into your heart center and love the shit out of your grief, your pain, to feel your emotions to the fullest because you cannot heal what you do not feel. And we try so hard not to feel pain, which means we're never actually healing from the traumas and the negative experiences that we have in life. And we wonder why we suffer so much. Yeah, no, well explained. Very well explained. I, I, it makes perfect sense that, and that's, you know, what we, we do. We just numb our life. Um, how do we begin to, to un, undo this and, and become, I guess, like you said before, more conscious and aware of, of this? Yeah, it's we have to learn what it means to stop running from feelings, Mm -hmm. first of all. We have to learn how to feel pain without trying to make it go away. We have to just love it, okay, Mm -hmm. embrace it. We have to learn that emotions are messengers from the divine, from our higher soul. Mm -hmm. So negative emotions, we can learn to just, oh, look, here you are. I can feel you for a period of time process you and move on, Mm. you know, versus not feel you run away from you. And if I run away from my emotions and pretend like, you know, I'm not going to feel things as a human, whether you're a man or a woman, you know, elderly or infant or child, you feel human emotions. So we have to stop running from them and pretend like it's not normal and healthy to feel a wide range of emotions. The problem is we're so busy either suppressing or running from them or getting trapped in them. And actually, both of those are two sides of the same coin. They are symptoms of disempowerment, that Mm. I am not emotionally resilient enough to feel pain while it is here temporarily, love myself through the pain, and then move on. You know, instead, I try not to feel pain because it's so uncomfortable. But it's very uncomfortable because we don't have the emotional IQ or the emotional resilience to just handle pain with power. Mm. You know, we tend to be very disconnected from our emotional bodies and we tend to fall victim to this, you know, unconscious bullshit that's been a part of society for so long that says things like, you know, women are too emotional and men aren't supposed to be anything but stoic. Mm. What are you supposed to be, a robot? You're not a robot, you're human. Hmm. So we have to break away from these cultural, you know, ways that teach us and brainwash us not to be in our power. In order to feel pain and be honest about the pain I am in makes me a very powerful being. Hmm. So how do we start to to feel this pain? Because I think a lot of people are probably just on autopilot, yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And so Beautiful just, word. 
automatically doing what they've done all their time to hide the pain and the yes. emotional suffering that they put themselves through without experiencing it. So what sort of techniques or practices do you, you know, suggest for people to start this, um, this process? Yeah, so the number one thing, and I mean this so sincerely, is to get a coach and get a professional. And I mean this very sincerely. Somebody mm. who is absolutely trained in this, who is an expert in this, um, you know, mastersofselfuniversity.com, you can go there, get the help you need. Um, I, I never recommend people starting a journey without guidance from a professional or an expert in this yeah. because it's very scary. And when you bring up old pain, you don't know what to do with it or how to actually heal it. And be, if you knew, you wouldn't have it. If you knew, you already would have done it. So when we are dealing with our own emotional pain, it doesn't mean you don't have the power within you to heal it and learn how to heal it. The problem is you don't have the know-how. Yeah. And so if you don't have the know-how, you need to go to somebody who can guide you through it very gently, very lovingly, very powerfully and give you the kind of skills and steps to take to learn how to do this, to fully heal yourself and become more powerful, but never do it on your own. I, w I would never recommend people do it on their own. I think that's a, a fairly important point. And it's funny, I was having a really good deep conversation with a mate of mine, a really good friend last night. And, um, you know, we were just sharing, we were, we were sharing our our struggles, our lives, you know, and, and very openly about it too, which mm. really men don't do that much, I guess. And that's like you said before, yeah. it's the way the culture sort of expects it. But yeah. um, whether it's a coach or, or anyone, you know, that you can really find that, that support from, um, I think it's important in life because often, you know, we, we think we have to go this alone and we don't. And it takes some vulnerability, I suppose, to put your hand up and, and ask for help. And I think maybe there's the fear there around that, that, you know, I don't want to ask for help because that might, you know, bring shame to me or, or show right. my weak spots or something like that. Um, but it's absolutely the best thing to do. So really good point. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is we, we're afraid to ask for help because we think it means there's something wrong with us. That's part of the conditioning of our culture that says, like, well, there's something wrong with you if you, if you need help. That's insane. Mm. We are born as infants needing help from the time we take our first breath. If we didn't have help, we would die. Mm. Yeah. And so it goes against the very nature of what we're here to be, do, and experience by refusing to get help. You know, that's not asking for help means I am in weakness. I'm in a disempowered state. I am in either fear or or possibly even arrogance um, mm. to not ask for help to learn the skills that I don't currently have. We yeah. tend to look at it as weakness when really if we just change our perspective a little bit and understand like you're going to an expert or professional in order to teach you skills that you don't currently have. It's that simple. And why not heal and become more powerful in the process of learning and gaining skills and tools from somebody who actually knows how to do this and teaches it or is an expert in it? Yeah. Um, you know, go to the best and learn and gain the skills that you need to be a more powerful human being in order to no longer experience suffering in your personal life or in your romantic relationship, for example. Mm. Um, right? So it's let's learn what we haven't been taught growing up. Why wouldn't we do that? Why yeah. wouldn't we do that? 
It's interesting that we don't. I mean, I guess we do in some aspects of our upbringing get taught, you know, emotional resilience or I guess some people have a higher level of emotional intelligence than others and perhaps that's because of their upbringing. But it seems we go through education and we, you know, you have to study math to learn math. Um, yes. That's just as simple as it is. But we don't study emotions and pain and suffering. And the other thing is too, I think we feel that once we've finished our education, um, that's it. You know, but right. life is a never-ending learning session, isn't it? Yes, it is. We're here to grow the entire time we are alive. We're here to grow and expand the entire time that we are alive. Yeah. Every single thing in the entire universe is either growing or dying. Nothing in between. It's either growing or dying. And if you're not growing, you're dying. You're becoming stagnant. It's the same in our romantic relationships that you think you're in a commitment now, you're done. You didn't mm. even get started yet. Yeah. Because there's the whole rest of your lives together in order to grow and expand. And when you don't do that and you don't focus on self-growth and relationship growth, then you're killing your relationship. It's only going to die out. And then we love to say things like, well, you know, the honeymoon phase is over. Oh, that's such bullshit. No, that has no, that's such a myth. Passion only starts through growth. What people mm. have in the beginning is lust. It is not passion. It is not deep intimacy. You don't know each other well enough yet. Passion and deep intimacy are only created by focusing on growth. You don't focus on growth. You're killing your relationship before it even gets started. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's the same thing, isn't it? We go into it and we think we've we've got it all, and um, yeah. we just we don't focus on it. It becomes again on autopilot, you know. Exactly. And if you don't give your attention to where it's due, then how are you ever going to fix it? And that's, I guess, going back to the whole pain and suffering thing. If you don't put your attention there, um, how are you ever going to you know, resolve it and find solutions? Exactly. Because all the programs that prevent you from being in joy, from being elevated, from being happy, from feeling fulfilled... All of those programs, the negative ones that prevent us and block us from experiencing the joy of life are running on autopilot. They mm. never, ever, ever go away on their own. They can't. They've already been planted in there in your subconscious mind. The only way to heal them and transform them, transform them is to do the work. And to do the work means you have to be guided by somebody who actually knows what that work is and can take you through it step by step. Yeah, no, absolutely. What, what, um, so we find the help. What else, what other things do you recommend? Like you're a coach, right? So you, you obviously mm -hmm. help people through this, this process. What are some of the steps that you sort of walk them through to, to implement this, um, this higher level of awareness? I mean, is there practices there that you recommend? Yeah, so um, I am a therapist and a coach, and I have spent my life's work creating um, the methods in which anybody can accomplish this stuff. So, you know, step one, phase one, I should say, is increasing an acute level of self-awareness. Mm. So part of my teachings is we have to be more self-aware of the programs that we are actually running that sabotage our relationships, that sabotage life, that yep. sabotage our happiness, right? So first breaking it down and teaching people that, you know, what's going on in your mind right now, those are just mental programs. Yeah. So part of what I offer in the coaching programs that I have um, 
at Masters of Self University are to teach people, okay, what are your mental programs? Now, what are emotional programs? What are behavioral programs? And then what are your inner child wounds? Mm. And when you're able to see as you move through life and you get triggered or you're upset or you're stuck or there's a conflict, oh my God, I'm only running programs. That's all they are that are blocking you from the joy that you can experience. Once you see what the programs are and you're able to identify them, which does not take very long at all to learn this, mm. um, you can you can transform them. You can no yeah. longer allow that program to get triggered and run on autopilot. You learn how to turn it off, so to speak. Mm. Um, so it's a step-by-step process. Um, but the next tip that I will give is as you learn these things, you have to get out of the mindset that you can heal everything in an instant. Mm. Because it's not reality. There's no such thing. If you're, you know, 35 years old or you're 73 years old, you've had 35 years or 73 years to anchor and lock your programs into place. That's right. That is a that is a long time to then think that you can come learn a process or heal yourself in a matter of just, you know, meditating once or twice. Or going to some retreat or taking a class. You know, there's no quick fix. It really is a process. However, Mm. once you learn the process, you can heal anything. And I mean anything. Yeah. You know, no matter what, you can heal anything. You just have to be willing to learn how to do it. Yeah. Love it. And it's a really good point. You know, we, we are so wanting this instant fix and instant satisfaction in life these days and with regardless of what you're doing trying to succeed or heal it's uh it's never overnight you know it's always a journey yes yeah it is it is a process and it's a process that you learn that you can heal whatever struggles you have in your personal life it's the same process to learn how to heal any struggles you have in your relationship for example Mm -hmm. um so once you learn step by step what to do and you really apply it, oh my goodness, it, that, there's your freedom. There is your freedom. Things transform and heal. You become lighter. You become happier. You flow with life more easily. There are less conflicts, less fights, less arguments, you know, and you can meet any challenge that life throws at you from this place of peaceful power. You're powerful now. Because no matter what challenge you get or no matter what pain may be caused, you now know how to process that mm. and how to be fully present with what's given to you, which means wisdom flows from you now. You can respond versus react to things. You, you respond from a deeper place of wisdom, your own intuitive wisdom you gain access to versus reacting to things based on the programs you run or the unhealed wounds that you have, maybe from a previous relationship or from childhood or something, those get all healed and they're gone. They're no mm. longer a part of who you are, yeah. you know, but the, the key is you have to be willing to learn and you have to be devoted to the process until you get it down. You know, yeah. nobody's going to the Olympics by, you know, trying out a sport and practicing for a couple of weeks. That's not how you go to the Olympics. So this is like Olympic <laughs> training. Like you want yeah. to get the gold, you do the work. You're willing Absolutely. and you're devoted. <laughs> yeah. And really a good way to put it. I mean, that's what they have to, you know, what the Olympians have to go through to get there. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the effort that you want to put into your life, you know. And if you put in that effort, 
um, every day just trying to improve yourself a little bit, you're going to be, you know, just really rewarded at the end of the life as well. With your, you know, self-awareness is what do you do yourself? Like what practices do you have in your life to to help you with this uh, self-awareness? Yeah, so um, one of the things is, I walk my talk. Everything that I teach clients and people in my programs yeah. um, over the years, I've done all of it. Mm. I have lived it. I have done it. I have mastered it. I don't teach anything I haven't yet mastered. So, you know, my own, when I was doing my own healing over the years, the process of, well, what programs am I running? And what inner child is showing up now? What inner child wound is really here being activated right now and entering into my my relationship? Most of us don't have the awareness that when we have a conflict with a partner, for example, that, you know, your 12-year-old child is showing up, not the mature adult you. And we don't even realize that's what's happening. Mm. So it's understanding that when you're triggered, there is a process that I teach how to never fight again, ever. You don't ever, ever, ever have to actually fight. You'll always have a conflict, but you don't have to fight about what the conflict is. So in order to never fight again, you take a breath and you ask, how old am I right now? Am I triggered? And what are my programs that I'm running right now? That's self-awareness. That's power. Because if I am actually triggered by you, something is unhealed in me, period, and black and white. If you show up as a total asshole, (laughs) you may be a total jerk in this moment. I set boundaries. I can still be peaceful. I can be powerful. It doesn't mean I have to be triggered by you, though. There is a difference. If I am really triggered by you, that means something inside of me is totally unhealed that needs my attention. So that's the first step. Anybody can start to practice and ask themselves the question, hmm. I'm triggered by this. This is really pissing me off or this is really bothering me. Okay. What do I need to heal within myself instead of, well, that person's being a jerk. Of course I'm angry. Oh, no. Mm -mm. That person being a jerk, I mean, they may need to go to jail for what they did. It doesn't mean you have to be angry or or triggered by it. If you're triggered by it, something within you is unhealed. Period. End. Yeah. That's a really good point. I, um... You know, this, this ability to actually analyze yourself and ask yourself questions, mm-hmm. profoundly important. Yes. But a lot of us just get triggered, react, and move on without giving yes. ourselves that time, don't we? Yes. Yeah. And if you just take a deep breath, yeah. nice deep breath, try to connect to your heart space and just ask, really, what is it about me that is unhealed which is why I'm so triggered by that. What do I need to heal within myself? And you're not saying it out of judgment. You're not saying it out of shame or blame or pointing fingers or it's my fault. None of that exists. It's you're asking the question simply out of a place of curiosity. Hmm, Hmm. What is there within me that needs to be healed? That this person is, is mirroring to me right now, is reflecting back to me to show me I have some healing that that needs to, to occur. Mm. I love it. I love it. So what, um, you've got some programs and you've got some things online there, Rachel. Um, how's, how's it best for people to connect with you and find out more about your work? Yeah, wonderful. Thanks for asking. Um, I have a lot of things available on Masters of Self University 
www.mastersofselfuniversity.com. If you go to um, www.mastersofselfuniversity.com, you can apply for um, coaching if you want it. You can look at the programs that are available on there. Um, you can also just become a monthly member, um, very low cost mo- monthly membership and attend live classes twice a month um, and gain access to all of the teachings, all the video replays of all of the teachings. It's a good way to check out what the teachings are all about. Um, but go there to mastersofselfuniversity.com because we're here to learn and we're here to master ourself. That's why we're alive on this planet, to master the self. And you can do that if you're willing to learn and do the work. Yeah, nicely said. Guys, episode 994 at com. I'm going to have the links in the show notes so you can check out um, Mastery of Self University and um, connect with Rachel there. Rachel, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Guys, until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. Speak soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcast. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose and in doing so you will discover your hidden why this is the hidden why my name is Lee Manutzi until next time peace passion and purpose see you soon